0: Yes, enjoy
1: the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. The bar is now open. Welcome to episode number 48. I'm your host, Justin. I'm Kyle.
2: And I'm John.
1: Woo, let's get Right on into it for everybody's favorite game show.
3: Has, has Kyle seen it?
1: John, what you got? Or has right. Kyle, seen it. Has Kyle seen
2: the movie The Dentist? Probably not. That's kind of a obscure. Oh, well, it's kind of a funny
0: horror movie, I guess. You know, but still not. Yeah, no. I don't know what no. that is.
4: So that means you haven't seen The Dentist to brace
0: yourself? Oh, no. I want to now, though.
1: <laughs>
0: that, that tagline really sells it. Yeah. Oh, is it like a
1: horror movie? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: of course it is. That's one of those cheap, you know, generic, based off the person's occupation, horror
0: movies. The, uh... The tagline for the first is "It's been six months. Time for your checkup."
1: <laughs> totally, you know. There's a of,
0: remake. Oh, what? Nice. <laughs> oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Oh, it was just same. a short film.
4: I was gonna say that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There, I am seeing one called Doctor Giggles, though. I was gonna say it was no Doctor Giggles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know
4: Doctor Giggles,
2: Kyle.
1: No. It was referenced in
4: Talliston, Tony Todd's in it. It comes out on Blu-ray this week, actually, tomorrow. There's oh,
1: mm-hmm. a little uh, housekeeping for you.
4: Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, another little bit of housekeeping I forgot to mention about Hatchet was that uh not only did it spawn three sequels, it's also had um several comics made after Victor Crowley. <laughs> So I thought of that today when I re-listened to the episode. I was like, oh, I forgot to mention that. Mm -hmm. And two action, well, three action figures, but one of them is absolutely horrible. Oh, that'll happen. Action figures like that. The two NECA ones are good, but the Mezco one, Victor Crowley never wore a long sleeve shirt. So, (laughs) you know. But, uh,
1: yeah, that's it. Sometimes it gets cold on the bayou. Yeah, I guess. Christmas variant. Yeah. All right. All right. Any news or anything that was big that happened this week? I don't Um,
4: The people that did uh, Cocaine Bear and something else released the trailer for uh, Strays. That looks funny with Will Ferrell.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That does look funny. I did watch that. Yep. A little okay. trailer there.
4: And Kyle just showed me a trailer for what was it called again, Kyle? Sisu who about World War Two.
0: It's like World War Two, John Wick, essentially.
4: Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, we'll,
4: we'll share it in the group text. You can
1: check it out and let us know next week. Sure, sure.
0: Lance Reddick died. That was another. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Lance Reddick from John Wick. Yep. And oh, I didn't see that. many,
0: many other
1: franchises, movies, shows, The Wire, mm-hmm. video games.
2: Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Look at this. Oh, alright. Well, let's, uh,
3: move on along
1: and see what we all have been watching. How about you there, big boy, Johnny boy? What you been watching?
4: Alright, so, I've had a busy week. Let me go to my diary here. I watched, uh, Kill Her Goats which was from the director of Muck. I saw an ad on Facebook and I was like, oh, okay, this sounds interesting. Kind of slow. <laughs> but Kane Hada was in it, so, you know, I watched it. Um, I watched Cocaine Bear. But I won't say anything about that. I watched The Son of Mask. Have you guys seen that one?
3: And
2: back There's in the one. day.
4: Yeah, that fucking stupid. Uh, then I watched The Majestic. I love that movie, Jim Carrey. I watched Escape Room and I watched Joe Somebody with Tim Allen.
0: That's mm. all
1: I watched this week. Unfun. Yeah.
0: Hey, Kyle,
1: what have you been
0: watching? Um, uh-huh. I only watched two movies this week. I watched. Well, that's uneventful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Return to Horror High, and then Boston Strangler. That was it.
4: Horror High? That was no, no. I'm taking a Newcomb High. Never mind.
0: Mm. Well, apparently I've watched
1: more than Kyle. Um, so I went down the Oceans rabbit hole. Watched for Oceans Eleven, Oceans Twelve, Oceans Thirteen, and then unfortunately watched Oceans Eight. Um. <laughs> Was eight the all female one, yeah, okay, which like it, it if it wasn't tied to the other one, I think it'd have been a better movie, um, I think had they left it like they just made an all female heist movie and not had any connection to the previous movies, I think it would have been better off, well, the only uh, connection
4: is that Sandra Bullock is
1: George Clooney's sister, right. And Ruben makes an appearance. Yeah, okay. And Again, makes an appearance, and they do a lot of the same tricks, and they use a lot of the story from Danny's heist. These, you know, okay. they say that the insurance investigator caught him, and all that. It's, it's a whole whole thing, whole thing. Yeah, it's been a um, while since I watched yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't so much like that one, but I mean, the other three were great. I I, I really like the other three solid trilogy. I think. It, Al Pacino in the third one was great. Yeah. Um, and I watched uh <laughs> a movie I'd never heard of, but it <laughs> I saw it had Polly Shore in it, so I had to watch. It's called Guest House. Um, essentially, a young couple looking to get married and all that and settle down and all that. Looking to buy a house, find the perfect house, but there is someone living in the guest house out in the back. Hilarity. Oh, and craziness ensues, including a flock of possum. So it, it, it it's kind of crappy, but it's pretty funny. Um, if you go into it expecting it to be a Polly Shore movie, yeah, you're good to go. Um, so are we talking
2: like
4: Polly Shore in the army now? Polly, uh, Polly Shore and Jerry duty.
1: Uh, we're just talking poly Shore, as in it's got that sophomore humor, okay, um, and in the end he has that you know hey, you know everything's all right again, yeah hey. so um, and then uh, I just finished up watching Last Action Hero, which Ooh. is just one of my all time favorites um Arnold, just love that movie, um, and of course, I watched the wonderfulness that is cocaine bear, like within moments of finding out that I had it available to me.
4: <laughs> I'm glad you oh, waited because I had just finished it before depth. you started watching it. Well, I didn't know it was available yet, so. <laughs> I didn't either till that morning when I woke up and I was looking at Voodoo and I saw that it was on Fandango on home and I was like, man, do I wait? Do I buy it? Do I wait? Do I buy it? And I said, fuck it. I'm buying it. I need to see this shit. Even though it's still in theaters, but it's a lot
1: better watching it at home. No.
2: I knew which. that's hard. To I,
1: was, do this. I, I like my TV. I like my sound system, so I'm perfectly happy with it. But we'll get into that later. Um, so, yeah, there we go. All right, what are the tricks of the week? Let's start with Kyle
0: this time. I <laughs> chose Boston Strangler. Um reporter Loretta McLaughlin becomes the first person to connect a series of murders and break the story of the Boston Strangler or Stranglers. She and Jean Cole challenged the sexism of the early 1960s to report on the city's most most notorious serial killer. Um, so it came out uh, on Friday, March 17th and it was directed by Matt Ruskin and I worked on it a little bit. I just did COVID stuff so I didn't really have any impact whatsoever but it was pretty good. Um, it's a cool story. That's only on Hulu, right? Yeah, yeah. So.
1: Sure. Cool, cool. I'll probably wind up watching it because, you know, Boston. Um, <laughs> Johnny Boy, what what, what what, have you graced us with for your pick of the week?
4: All right, my pick of the week is one of my favorite movies. I watched it last week. Uh, that would be Death Sentence. Nick Hugh, played by Kevin Bacon, is on his way home from a hockey game with his son, Brandon. Oh, Brandon and stops for gasoline. Helplessly, he sees a street-thug kill Brendan while robbing the station. Believing the justice system will fail him, Nick goes after the killer himself, setting off a war between him and the killer's older brother, played by Garrett Hedlund. Released on August thirty first, two 2007, it was directed by James Wan. I forgot he directed that until I was watching it and saw the, uh, you know, directed by scene. But it's a great movie, friggin' action. You know, you got your typical office guy going against a gang of thugs. John Goodman's in it. Um, it's it's awesome. Like you see the the downgrade, kind of like Death Wish with um, Bruce Willis. Kind of the same concept, mm-hmm. but definitely worth checking out.
1: Cool, cool. And I chose Ocean's Eleven. Dappa Danny Ocean, played by George Clooney, is a man of action. Less than 24 hours into his parole from a New Jersey penitentiary, the rye charismatic thief is already rolling out his next plan. Following three rules, don't hurt anybody, don't steal from anyone who doesn't deserve it, and play the game like you've got nothing to lose. Danny orchestrates the most sophisticated and elaborate casino heist in history. Released December 7th, 2001. It was directed by Steven Soderbergh. I mean, this is just a really good um, ensemble cast. Brad Pitt, George Clooney. Um, I mean, Andy Garcia. uh Matt Damon.
2: Matt Damon.
1: <laughs> um, really good movie. A little heist. I like heist films. I like ensemble comedies. It's fun, fun.
0: I I haven't seen any of them. I feel like that's I haven't a, either. Oh uh, yeah.
4: what that's Justin, why I watched them. You haven't oh. seen any of the Oceans movie, Justin? I think I'd seen clips, but I've I expect that from Kyle, them. but not you. <laughs> no,
1: I hadn't watched
4: them. I'm not surprised by Kyle, but you I'm I'm surprised by I've even seen those. Come on now. What do you mean them. I've even seen? Of course Shut you up. have. Shut up. you haven't seen John Wick. Oh, you had this, I, I knew that was going to come back and bite
1: me in the ass this Immediate karma. I own it. Yeah, it doesn't help you. You own a lot of movies. That's right, I do. I think I've, I've watched more of them than you have. You probably have.
4: You know, I'm actually considering selling the collection and going straight digital.
1: Mm, well, what will you do with your $20? Yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> But
1: I don't know. I know that hurts, but. I'm at about a
4: 75% not 25%, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Can I pick through the ones I want? Yeah, 10 bucks a piece.
2: <laughs> as long as you're paying. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, nobody gets them for free.
1: Alrighty, and now it's time for our main event. And fair warning, there are a lot of spoilers on the way. Yes. If, if you have not seen this
4: movie yet, shut this off and go watch it. Twenty <sighs> four ninety nine on Vudu, Amazon.
3: Holy shit! <laughs> I didn't realize it was that much. <laughs>
4: no, that's only because I actually I think it was twenty dollars and no twenty dollars to rent. Because it's voodoo at home, it's still in theta, so it's a little uh, more expensive.
2: Yeah, I get it.
4: But I think when the Blu ray comes out, we'll be doing a contest to win the digital copy. But that didn't go so well last time. But maybe by then we'll have more uh, listeners. But they can get all right. uh Yeah, Violent Night Cocaine Bear double feature. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good double feature. Yeah, it is. All
1: right. So we have the the best movie of twenty twenty two and so far the leading best movie of twenty twenty because not much has come up yet. <laughs> at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um but all right, we've got Cocaine Bear, uh released February twenty fourth, twenty twenty three, right here in the good old US A. It's directed by Elizabeth Banks, distributed by Universal Pictures, at a budget of thirty to thirty five million, depending on who you ask. The cinematography done by John Gulsarian. Reading r and not actually currently streaming unless you yeah. buy it on voodoo at home
4: <laughs> or amazon.com r prime or whatever else you buy I
1: mean. movies at bye 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 bye
0: and it features carrie russell as sari o'shea jackson jr as david alden onrick as hen as eddie christian convery as henry brooklyn prince as dd Dee Dee, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. as Bob, Margot Martindale as Ranger Liz, and then Ray Liotta as Sid in what might be his last role. I, I believe know, it yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was. All oh, right, Moment of silence. There we go.
1: There we go.
4: So, before <laughs> we get into the movie, I found this interesting fact about this movie: the actual bear has been stuffed and is in a Kentucky mall. Or, right, um, a Tennessee mall.
0: The it's actual really cocaine
4: bear. And we just saw that Funko is releasing two pops of cocaine bear. One with just a leg and another one with a bag of cocaine in its mouth in a bag, duffel bag. Releasing in July.
1: I think I might have to buy a Funko pop. <laughs> Sweet. Love me some, some cocaine bear. All right. So movie opens up with a, Plane filled with bricks of cocaine being smuggled and the plane malfunctions and starts to go down. So you got the smuggler sticking as many bricks as he can into whatever duffel bag he can grab and hucking them on out the door to try and retrieve later. Um, he gets his parachute on, gets going, get ready to go out there and get on down to safety with his sweet sweet haul and he hits his head game over falls out and he's dead. Now I, I did really like that they they clued in there with the uh the actual news footage. Yes. Um of the cops and all that at the scene there. Because uh, keep in mind this is obviously it's been <laughs> played with a little bit. They've taken a little bit of the old creative liberty with the story, but it is based roughly on a yeah true story and a what if. Um so uh yeah, yeah.
2: I can't yeah. believe it took this long to get
4: a movie like this out. This happened in what, the seventies or the eighties?
1: I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. You just gotta, you know <clears throat> have the right person greasing the right wheels and uh, yeah, swing yeah. it the right way.
0: I mean, I think this is the time in the world needed Cocaine Bear the most. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when the time comes, Cocaine Bear will know.
4: <laughs> I told the old gentleman at work that he should watch this movie with his wife, but maybe do an ounce of cocaine before he watches it.
2: <laughs> he just gave oh, me a dirty look.
1: I mean, yeah. There you go. Um But yeah, so they do show that the uh Mama Bear come out and finding some of that cocaine. Now one thing I did notice, um I don't know if anybody else noticed this as they were walking watching, but I like how they spotted many little bags, you know, many of the duffel bags hanging as they were kinda walking around in odd little places, foreground background. Yeah. Um that was pretty cool. Um so then we're gonna, we're gonna come up with, uh, the two hikers here. Oh, Olaf oh yeah. Olaf and Elsa, yeah. Hiking very happily through the forest. <laughs> um, you see the bear off in the distance, you know. You know, they're taking pictures, you know, through the camera lens and all okay. that Okay.
4: What's the bear doing?
1: Smashing his head against the tree. <laughs> He's not acting. So what are you talking about? No, he's like <laughs> that <laughs> <is>. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that was pretty good.
0: Uh, I I recognize he's from Game of Thrones, and it was funny yeah, to yeah, see him. See he yeah, see him. And, and Olaf and Elsa—that
4: that, that's from the Elsa movies, the snowman and the little princess, snow princess.
1: Yes, but the guy who plays Olaf.
4: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying
1: the names. He's funny. He also does those weird commercials. Oh yeah, yeah. With the crazy hair. Because he has the crazy hair. Um but, uh, yeah, they spot him, he's smashing his head off the tree, you know, acting kinda crazy, and then they, they feel that like something's a little bit off with him. <laughs> uh, and they, they could kinda of start arguing about it, like, give me, up, give me the camera, give me the camera, and, uh, they can't see him. Where'd the bear go? And then all of a sudden, in that great horror movie, cliche, just kind of pops his head up out of there. And I like how it's just, uh, if it's black, you must attack. If it's brown, you lay down. It's like, well, it's black. we so got to attack it. And whatever you do, don't. And the bitch takes off.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I, If I'm faced with a bear, That looks off anyway, but I mean, if I'm faced with a bear, I'm not an attacker lay down, I'm gonna fucking get the hell out of there.
2: Unless I have something that I can fight it off with. Uh, so they take off. Doesn't take long though. Bear winds up getting Elsa. Oh yeah.
1: It's. It, you don't really see much of this one. No. Um, you do know that she is clearly very much so dead, and very much so torn to pieces.
4: Well, he, he first he. All you see is him really pulling her. Yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you get the crying. And you get him sitting there crying. Yeah. <laughs> um. Where were we? Sorry.
4: Well, meanwhile, the, uh, drug kingpin, Sid, meets yeah. with his fixer, David.
0: David.
4: David, and says that he needs to investigate the plane crash and recover the drugs. He wants David to take his son, Eddie, who is reeling from the recent death of his wife very Hot. and Sid hopes that this journey will help Eddie get, get straightened out, and David tries to chair up his compatriot, but is unsuccessful. Now, Eddie has left his, what, six year old son with Ray <laughs> And he's like, daddy, the kingpin. Yeah, he won't even come pick up his son, let alone go to work.
1: Yeah, I mean, this, this whole little facet of the story is pretty, pretty funny how he's all touchy-feely emotional. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of getting into it with everybody and everybody siding with him and David's just like we need to fucking just go get this.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> now a key point there that he mentions is that they the um pilots are instructed to drop the load if case something happens.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And so you know, they should know where to go.
1: Yeah, but you know, best lead plans. And a bear. Um, so next we'll, we'll wind up here with, uh, Sari coming through single mom living near the forest talking to, uh, Dee Dee about having to go to work and Dee Dee saying, Oh, I you going to work. You don't work today. I thought you had a day off doing the whole parent, you know, disappointed teenager parent that's got to work yeah. all the time thing. Um, which I mean, happens a lot because you know, and then she also mentions, you know, the, the new guy in the, in the, in our life there, the, the doctor, whatever his name is there. Sorry, I don't remember the doctor's name. Um, wanting to take them away for the weekend and all that. But she wants to paint the waterfall. Which sounds innocuous enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, you know, they hashed out. They're gonna to go to Nashville and all that stuff. So obviously, you know, you're watching this movie. You see where the kid's wheels are turning. That kid's not going to Nashville. That kid's painting her goddamn waterfall.
4: <laughs> How do you paint a waterfall? Like, what the fuck? Is this what kids uh, doing down? I
0: believe they call that vandalism. Yes. What do you mean? Is this what? I think it took place in the. Did it take place in the 70s or 80s?
4: Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's I mean, what
0: you were doing when you were a little kid.
4: No, you don't want to know what we were doing when we were little kids. Yeah, no, really <laughs> yeah,
2: we were, <laughs> Penny's on a railroad really tracks.
4: <laughs> yeah. Smoking cigarettes down by the tracks. Yeah, we're we're bad. Yeah.
0: Um. Look at. Yeah. Um. All right. So after that, we have a detective named Bob, who might be my favorite character, played by Isaiah Whitlock Jr. He's
1: he's, he's Cleveland. To be the entire movie, he's Cleveland.
0: So he hears about the plane crash and the dead smuggler and all that. And then he kind of connects the dots and knows the smuggler's linked with Ray Liotta's character. And he's been investigating all that. And uh, so he goes to the forest to investigate. And he just got a new dog that he's really concerned about. He doesn't know how he feels about his dog yet. But uh, he leaves the dog with his colleague, Reba, who's played by Iola Smart. And, uh, takes off for the forest. Um, and yeah. I, I think that whole was a great thing intro a to little him awkward. too. The
1: yeah. That, that was all, all awkward.
0: What? No, when he's on the phone talking
1: about dog, the dog
4: man. and he's like, I was supposed to get a Doberman and he fucking picks up the box.
1: And it's a little fucking shih tzu. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just need the whole, his whole, I mean, yeah, I get that like he's, he's fighting his love for this dog because he, he feels that it's not a manly dog or whatnot. And he's, you know. Kind of fighting it, but you can tell that he loves said dog.
3: Have
4: you ever seen the oh, movie Cedar Rapids?
1: So no.
4: With, the, with um, what the fuck's his name? Ed Helms. He's Isaiah Whitlock. Is, junior is in that movie, and he does a scene where he does like a scene as Omar from The Wire. It's fucking hilarious, and that's all I could think about when I was watching him playing this cop was, you know, this. Insurance salesman from Cedar Rapids that you know does this badass singing and he's like I do do a pretty good Omar from the uh, uh, from the Wire. But so the next morning, Dee Dee skips schools and goes to a forest with her best friend Henry, played by Christian Convery. Convery, sure. So she can paint the falls, anyways. While going down the path, they find a brick of cocaine.
2: (laughs) And like any kid.
1: The this kids open it up. I mean, and
2: not do you know, only
1: do we have the parents condoning vandalism, but, you know, you can tell they're 70s kids because there's cocaine. Goddamn, these kids are like, I'm going to taste that shit.
4: So they eat a couple of mouthfuls of it and attracted to the smell of cocaine. <laughs> <I
2: can't. laughs>
4: The bear emerges from the woods and chases after the children.
1: Would have been dead in 15 minutes.
4: The bear just wanted his fix, okay? That's all he wanted.
1: No, those kids would have been on the ground convulsing in 15 minutes. Jesus Christ, they ate like an entire eight ball of Coke. (laughs) Just ate it and then coughed it up, which only aerates it, and then sniffed it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. so they, I mean, have a little problem there because you know those kids had no effect with that, but you know. Yeah. But I again, do think
0: um, both those affairs, kid so. actors, though, they're really funny. Yes. yes. Yeah, no, they did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the they're, they're
4: the boy good. cracked me up. Like.
0: Yeah. yeah the, his 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 proper
1: timing on the swearing and all that—that that, that was really good. Mm-hmm. When he's up in the tree. <laughs>
3: well,
4: we'll get to that.
1: We'll pop. get
3: to that, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, so yes. So if we get the bear, bear chasing them off into the forest. Then we got we go into the ranger station, and we are introduced with Forest Ranger Liz, played by Margot Martindale. This lady, I mean, I I I don't know her for things, but I know I see her in a lot of things, yes. and she's always funny. Um, but she's sitting there putting on lipstick and some some fancy perfume and anticipation anticipation of seeing. Local wildlife expert, Peter, played by Jesse Tyler Ferguson, which is funny. He does a good job on this. Um, the armed ranger walks into the gift shop to find that local teenage punk named Vest, played by J.B. Moore. Yeah, who's yes, shoplifting. Uh, he's able to sweet talk his way out of trouble there. I mean, uh, that's that was a pretty neat little scene. I mean, I... I, I know some of us here have been in that situation.
3: <laughs> Today <Tedeschi's, laughs> that's all I
1: But I mean I think I, I, I thought it was great when Jesse Tyler Ferguson walks in there and she's dolling herself up for him. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Well smoking a cigarette too.
1: Yeah. Smoking a cigarette, yeah. In the forest station. Yep. But you
0: know, <laughs> in the seventies. Blames it on the kid
1: yeah Um, oh yeah that kid's reaction was great
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so next dd school calls uh sari and tells her that dd is absent and so she deducts that dd went to the forest to paint the waterfalls so she goes there and goes to ranger station naturally to ask for help but she interrupts liz and her flirtations with peter and, uh, although Liz tries to chase her off, uh, they eventually agree to go out and, uh, go into the woods and look for Dee Dee. But, um, Liz speculates that Dee Dee was kidnapped by the local teens who have been mugging people in the forest. So this is before they realize the horrors that await them.
1: Forest Ranger Liz has one thing on her mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. She wants to pet some wild animals. <laughs>
4: And I love how like the guy is so blind to it, and he's like, "Yeah, you should come with us." Yeah, okay. Well, so good. David and Eddie make it to the forest, and they stop so David can use the restroom. There, they run into a gang of teens, vest ponytail, played by Leo Hanna, and kid, played by Aaron Holiday, walk in, and David walk in on David and try to mug him. David beats up the kids, although one of them manages to stab him in the shoulder during the fight. <laughs> And then finds one of the teen is carrying a brick of cocaine. He revives the kid to ask, he revives kid to ask about the cocaine. Kids admit they found a duffel bag full of bricks and hid it in a gazebo in the forest, planning to get it at night so they could sell it themselves. David then threatens the kid until he agrees to lead the gangsters to the pavilion. Now that, that whole
1: fight was pretty good.
4: He <laughs> fucked those kids up.
1: <laughs> There's no
4: if ands about to buy. Buts. He fucked those kids up. And for them just to get the stabbing, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, he's like, "Ah,
2: God damn it, my jersey! Yeah.
4: (laughs) And he's a spitting image of his father.
2: Well, yeah. Ice Cube, in case you didn't know Justin.
1: No, I get that. Thank you very much. Okay, just making sure. Appreciate it. (laughs) All right, so now we got Liz, Peter, and Sari going through the forest uh, where they Come across a brick of cocaine in the underbrush there. Peter picks it up to investigate, and they hear the terrified Henry calling from help way up in the tree. You see him hiding up there, claiming that the bear tried to kill him. Liz and Peter laugh it off. When the bear emerges from the woods and mauls Liz, this is a pretty good, gets her right in the airs <laughs> taking a big old bite out of her butt. Sorry, manages to hide while Peter climbs up the other tree. Man, that. <laughs> and being up that other tree, and that bear just. Boom.
4: It's well, not- the bears can't climb trees.
1: Yes, they oh. can.
2: <laughs> yes, they can. Then why did you climb the tree?
1: <laughs> Wildlife expert accuses Henry of feeding cocaine to the bear, which he denies. Bear begins climbing the tree to get to Henry when Liz. Limps off to get some help. Uh, at the ranger station, abandoning, abandoning everyone else. The bear almost reaches Henry, smells the cocaine on Peter, and it ignores Henry and <sighs> climbs down Henry's tree, runs over and quickly makes him ways up Peter's tree and starts ripping Peter apart, holding him up there by the leg. That was great. He's just sitting there yelling, and she's like,
3: come down, Henry. Come on. Calm down.
1: He's just, ah, the blood. You just see the blood start flowing. Ah, yeah. uh, that was a good one. Uh they soon find, but, uh, she gets Henry to climb on down. Uh, Henry explains that he saw the bear drag D.D. away, points them in the right direction, where they soon find the trail of paint that Dee Dee has been dumping out while the bear's dragging her away.
0: And then, they yeah. Go ahead. Liz, with a, a big chunk taken out of her butt, um, makes it back to the ranger station, where she finds two of the teens, Vest and Ponytail, ransacking it. She kind of ignores them and calls her an ambulance, and uh, the bear shows up again, tries to get in, but the door's lock and, uh, locked, and uh, Liz, now with a gun, tells Ponytail to open the front door so she can shoot it, but uh, he does so, and she just shoots him in the head, killing him. <laughs> That's crazy. The bear then gets through the window and Maul's vest.
4: Now, she did shoot at the bear a few times when he was coming at the tree. Yeah. But it did absolutely nothing. Yeah.
1: Missed every time,
0: almost hits Harry. Yeah. She's not the best, uh, forest ranger. Plus, have you
4: seen when you try to kill a crackhead that, you know, they're fucking invincible. But Bob arrives at the at the forest and goes to the pavilion where he finds the duffel bag of cocaine hidden on the roof of the pavilion and begins to try to f- find a way onto the roof. Meanwhile, an unseen gunman arrives in the forest.
1: Boom, boom, boom. Alright, so then you got the two ambulance drivers arriving at the ranger station. They find, they come up to the door, they start knocking, can't get in, they start trying to push the door open. Door ain't moving. Door ain't moving. They finally push their way through, and they find Ponytail there, shot in the head, dead on the floor. And they both, you know, mentioned, I thought it was just for a concussion. It was. That's what they said. Meanwhile, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> and you got the female EMT goes over to Liz, who's barely conscious, behind the, the counter back there. And the other starts walking to a door where he sees blood coming out from under it, and, you know, as he's getting closer, Liz is sitting there mouthing something, and uh finally, she says, bear, he opens the door, finds the decapitated head, big old bucket, sees the bear jump up, and she's like,
2: bear, like, oh, no, we gotta go,
1: and the bear comes running. And smashes the door down onto the EMT and starts pinning him down. And the EMT and Liz start getting out into the ambulance that is still backed up to the front door. The EMT starts strapping Liz down and she gets up into the front seat and starts the, uh, the ambulance with Liz yelling, you know, just come on, just go. Dude, he's dead. He's dead. Um. And meanwhile, the EMT underneath the door manages to distract the bear to get him off of the door so he can get up and start running for the EM, for the ambulance that has now started to take off. He manages to get up on there. Um, but the bear is chasing him and the bear is gaining on him. So Liz starts taking more shots, which as we've all figured out now, do absolutely nothing. Uh, the bear gets up on top of the ambulance, gets into the ambulance and starts mauling the AMTs and throws Liz. <laughs> That's the best part. Throws the stretcher out of the back, landing Liz down in the street. Um, and then the ambulance goes off the road and smashes into the tree where The driving EMT goes flying through the windshield, and the bear gets off and just wanders into the forest.
4: And that's why you wear your seatbelts.
1: Hunt hunt down some more cocaine. Man, that was a great scene, that whole thing. I mean, it just kind of reminds you of, like, Terminator, where he's just running and running. (laughs) There's no getting away from that, man.
0: He's high on coke.
1: Such
0: good stuff. In the meantime, while all this was happening, Kid Mm -hmm. and Eddie are bonding on their way to the pavilion, with uh Kid helping Eddie, you know, find a measure of closure about his dead wife, um when and uh O'Shea Jackson Junior's character uh hates that they're bonding, but as the trio arrive, they're ambushed by Bob, who's stuck on the roof of the pavilion with the duffel bag of cocaine, and he says he climbed a tree and jumped onto the roof of the pavilion, but has no way to get off. Um, so this leads into an argument and then a good old standoff, but, um, David goes for his gun and Bob shoots him and knocks two of David's fingers off. Um, oh. To their sh- shock, the bear suddenly appears, and, uh... There's, you know, there's some cocaine around, so he goes to eat the cocaine, and, you know, that causes it to want to take a nap, so it approaches Eddie and kind of collapses on top of him. And, uh, Eddie finds out that the bear is a girl, um, <laughs> very, very closely. Um, I, oh, I, I
1: have a problem with that. Because he says what? that his head is, his vagina is right in his ear, but, you know, based on where he laid down, he'd have a nipple in his ear.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that too.
4: And you didn't mention how crack of a shot that Bob was because he shot off his pointer and his fucking ring finger, not the middle finger, mm-hmm. with one shot.
0: Yep. yeah, Bob's great. Um, hmm. And, you know, they're all kind of panicking as soon as the bear shows up. And, um, you know, of course, Eddie picks up, goes to pick up, pick up uh, David's fingers, and that's when the bear comes to him. Yes. Um And then uh, Reba suddenly shows up and uh, helps Bob take control of the situation.
4: Well, meanwhile, Dee Dee awakens in the bear's cave with an injured leg, and she sees that she is in there with two cubs who are eating cocaine out of a duffel bag that their mom brought back to the cave. Such a good mom. (laughs) Cutting back to the pavilion, the bear finally awakens and begins menacing everybody on the ground. Bob takes a brick of cocaine out of the duffel bag and throws it into the woods, and the bear chases chases after it. Kid runs away, but the rest stay. Suddenly, Bob is shot by a mysterious assailant. Sid walks up and reveals himself to be the shooter. Reba reveals that she is secretly working with Sid. Now, this is a guy Bob had been chasing for years, I guess. The uh, drug dealer forces the group to go deeper in the forest to recover whatever cocaine they can, noting that his connections will kill him for losing so much cocaine, regardless of the fact that it was an accident. Bob bleeds out on the roof and his last thoughts of being with his last thoughts being of his pet dog and the life they could have had together, so he's finally grown to love the dog, and he dies
1: so sad, so sad all right, he got back to Henry and Sari running through the forest where they bump into Olaf and he's able to help them track down the bear cave. Olaf leaves down there, and they go in and they're. Where they are reunited with Dee Dee, and they hear a commotion at the front of the cave, and assuming it is the bear, they follow the these two bear cubs. That I forgot to mention that they have now also discovered that are in the den playing around in a big old duffel bag of cocaine, completely covered in cocaine. Little cocaine bears,
3: Co- cocaine babies, little cocaine babies.
1: John, can't hear you. Cocaine cubs. The cocaine cubs, little cocaine babies. Um. But the follow comes out the back, assuming that that's just another way out. But it dead ends on a cliff behind a waterfall. And in fact, the disturbance they heard at the entrance was Sid and the gang. They go inside the cave and see Brick's cocaine following it to the back entrance, except for Reba, who, not wanting to tempt fate, leaves them to go back to her car. Uh, the gangsters bump into Sari and the kids at the waterfall and sid threatens to kill them all if he doesn't get his cocaine back david and eddie finally stand up to sid and a standoff ensues um
0: but before the standoff is resolved the bear returns and attacks and sari grabs the kids and jumps off the cliff into the waters below to taking their chances eddie and david follow soon after although david is grazed by a bullet when sid shoots at the bear um, Sid shoots at the bear several times, and it seemingly dies. However, as he tries to collect the bricks of cocaine himself, he tears open a bag, and the cocaine kind of falls onto the bear and, you know, brings it back to life and this is the best lets part. it know what it loves <laughs> most in life. And uh the bear then claws open Sid's stomach, and the cubs get a nice meal out of his intestines. Such a good one, such a good
1: one. Uh, meanwhile, down the bottom, all the survivors... All the others have survived the waterfall jump, and sorry, a nurse, patches up David. They return to the ranger station to find Reba waiting there. She tells them all to get out of there. She will cover their tracks. Reba also gives Bob's dog to Eddie, who vows to live a better life going forward and to help raise a dog. Uh, David appreciates having an animal not addicted to cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> As sorry and the kids walk off, Dee, Dee says she's now happy to go to Nashville with her mother, and mother's new boyfriend. Uh, the film ends with the uns, with unseen hikers taking a picture of the bear and her cubs. The three bears notice the hikers and attack. Text on the screen notes that there may be bricks of cocaine in the forest to this very day.
4: So that scene, uh, the scene when the kid goes, when they're walking away and he's like, you know, this is something that kind of sticks with a man for life.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was a great line. Yeah. That was a good so, line. That kid had a lot
4: of good lines in there. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, so I asked my, you know, we all know our buddy Johnny. He watched it this week with his girlfriend. And you know, I said, well, let me know what you think of it. Cause you know, he said it looked funny. He wasn't sure what to expect. He said, even though the beard was kind of the main focus point. This cast was fucking amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they were. And they each had their own parts that they kicked ass at. And, you know, I couldn't agree with them more. Like, this cast was probably perfectly casted throughout the entire movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: It was good to see Carrie Russell back. I haven't seen her in anything in a long time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the supporting cast Ray Liotta's last film, most likely. And. You no, know, overall, like the casting is just freaking amazing.
0: Yeah, and I think, uh, like obviously, you know, the cocaine bear storyline is the best part. But I also liked all the little kind of things going on, yeah. Like you know, Bob and the dog, um, and like Eddie's whole thing with his wife. Like those were all entertaining too, and kind of added to all the stories coming together at the end. Yep.
1: Yeah, this is the kind of movie you can't come into it expecting something, you know polished or refined or you know this this is this is what it is it's funny it's you know it's it's out there obviously there's a lot of creative liberties taken with it um so the i've heard a lot of oh let's go like you know a lot of b celebrities and all that. like that guy the the emt there is from tiktok videos um but i mean for the part he played i thought he did great <laughs> yeah. you know he he had the right um you know he carried himself right for that kind of part um so i mean i i thought this was exactly what it was going to be i thought it was wonderfully executed uh, hilarious had good gore i mean the 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 bear kind of disappointed me a little bit cuz they had no you know No live action funny bear type stuff. It was all CGI. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, again, what are you going to do? It's, it's 2023. It's not the seventies where you can, you know, walk around and put graffiti on waterfalls and find bricks of coke and Mm -hmm. your parents would be okay with it for the most part. (laughs) I I think we need to go investigate this forest. It's gone, John. You, you wouldn't last very long. I don't think any of us would, but i am going with you on that one. Remember, I, I did the walk for hunger with you. Yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> that only took, what, four hours, five hours? So, yeah. yeah.
4: Well, if we find a brick of cocaine, I bet you I could do it.
1: <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> sell it first
4: so (laughs) how about how about the runtime? 95 minutes
1: perfect i didn't even notice that that's how long it was yeah
4: oh dude it went by quick
1: could have been longer could have been shorter never would have noticed
0: yeah i think it's uh i think it's really cool elizabeth banks directed it too like it's very unexpected but you know it's
1: great oh she did a good job i mean she does the uh she hosts the uh Oh, crap, I just forgot the goddamn name of it. You know, whammy, 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 stop. Uh, Let's make a deal. Oh, no, not let's make a deal. Oh, my God. I'm having such a terrible goddamn brain fart right now. It's not like we don't have devices. Yeah, I know, but I wasn't thinking But she hosts that show there, and um, I'm not a big fan of her hosting of it. I like the show. I'm not a huge fan, but I think she did great at this. This right up her wheelhouse, great stuff.
0: Um, did you see Cocaine Bear came out at the Oscars? Yes. I did not.
4: He presented an award with Elizabeth Banks.
0: Yeah.
2: That's good. As he should. He should have gotten one.
0: Next year. He'll be, this will win Best Picture next year.
1: (laughs) Hands down, it should.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the last movie she directed was the Charlie's Angels reboot. Nee. So.
1: Definitely took a step up.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, quite a heel turn.
4: <laughs> so, what was y'all fa- y'all's favorite kill? I
0: think it's got yes. yeah, to be Rayliota. Yes. what a way what a way to go out in every way.
1: I don't know. I kind of like the 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 way that Liz got beat up and then. Oh uh, yeah! Wound up just getting launched out of the <laughs> yeah. back of the ambulance. Yeah, I thought
0: that was
1: pretty cool.
4: cool. I think it's a three-way tie between Le- Ray Liotta's kill, uh, Liz's kill out of the ambulance, and Ponytail's fucking kill. <laughs> Open
1: the door, right, okay? You. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh that IMDb gave this a six point three out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes sixty nine percent. It's not available on Letterboxd yet. What is John's rating?
0: John gives it a five. Kyle, I give it a five.
1: And it's a unanimous five across the board. I think we all agree that uh, this movie was everything it said it was going to be and delivered.
4: So, do we recommend this movie? Oh, of course.
2: A thousand
1: percent.
4: Anybody that's asked me about a movie to watch, I'm like Cocaine Bear, and they're like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, Cocaine Bear?" Just
1: this will be one of those movies that quickly every time it comes on. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cocaine Bear.
4: <laughs> okay. Sure, a sequel sure. potential.
0: I think. Yeah. I think we can either get Cocaine Bears, where it's all three of them, and the two are grown up, or it should like cross over with some. You know, Cocaine Bear versus, uh I don't know, Megan.
1: Meth Monkey? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh Asylum,
4: that puts out those, like, Transmorphers movies, not Transformers, Transmorphers, has already announced that they're coming out with Meth Alligator, so.
1: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, cool. that's a story that could track just as easily as this one. Yes, it could. Plenty of meth homes down there in the bayou.
4: <laughs> so yeah. But uh we did do a little switch this week. We were supposed to do Psycho 2 but then once we saw that it was out on digital and streaming, we decided to make a quick change. So next week
0: Well, alright, wait, wait, wait. Justin, should we do that or should we make him watch John Wick?
1: I, I kind of think he needs to see some John Wick. Although, to be fair, to make a swing like that, we probably should have done the Blues Brothers or something <laughs> like now.
0: All right, we'll watch Psycho. So, two?
1: You well, know,
0: watch Psycho two.
4: So yeah, we'll do Psycho two. Then we have episode fifty coming up a week after that. So we get we'll plan something good for that. And then why don't we do Blues Brothers on the on um the fourteenth?
2: Sure.
4: So that kind of gives us, uh, you know, um, a couple weeks ahead, so yeah, people can I, watch the movies. I
0: think like the problem with John Wick too is you have to watch all three of them.
4: Well, maybe I will. Are we discussing then,
0: all three, or are we discussing just the first one? I mean, we could. And the fourth one comes out this week, so. So we're gonna discuss all three. Yeah, eventually. Okay. Okay. So we're,
4: we're just gonna do the first John Wick next week. And then
0: well, no, we'll we'll do Psycho Two next week. It's fine.
4: Oh, okay. I'm confused now. Okay, so next week we're doing uh, Psycho I Two. I would
1: have preferred John Wick, but yeah, but uh,
4: yeah. So next week, John. Uh, fuck, damn it! Next week, <laughs> Psycho Two. John Wick coming soon. Blues Brothers coming soon. All right, Justin.
2: The
1: bar is now closed
0: thank you so much for listening you can follow and stay up to date with the podcast at the movie bar pod on twitter at movie bar podcast on instagram at movie bar pod on youtube and at the movie bar podcast on facebook
1: we are on itunes spotify amazon Podcasts, anchor google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcast and be sure to check out our website www.moviebarpod.com.
4: And on the website, you can go to the link to our new T-Public store that has a bunch of new shirts up. I've been busy designing shirts, which even includes a Has Kyle
2: Seen It
4: shirt? And with a big check that says no. And they're pretty cheap too. They're about, they're on sale for $16 this week. So, uh, thank you for listening and please let us know what you want to hear so we don't have conversations like we just had. By contacting us on social media or via the email or via email at the at dot com. Please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast.
2: Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Damn. This is the gonna scar a the-
4: man. This is gonna scar a man for life. I can feel it. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. The bar is now open. Welcome to episode number
3: 48.
1: I'm your host, Justin. I'm Kyle.
2: And I'm John.
1: Woo, let's get right on into it for everybody's favorite game show.
3: Kyle
1: seen it John what you got? All right. has Kyle seen it? Has Kyle seen
2: The movie The Dentist? Probably not. That's kind of a obscure one. Although that's kind of a
1: funny higher movie, I guess, you yeah. know. But still no. Yeah, no.
0: I don't know no. what that is.
4: So that means you haven't seen the dentist. To brace
0: yourself. Ooh, no. I want to now, though. <laughs> that that tagline really sells it. Yeah. Oh, is it like a
1: horror movie? Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. That's one of those cheap, you know, generic based off the person's occupation
0: horror movies. The uh, the tagline for the first is "It's been six months. Time for your checkup." Totally. There's a remake. Oh, what? Nice. (laughs) Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Oh, it was just a short film.
4: I was gonna say that'd be awesome. Mm, mm,
1: mm,
0: mm. There, I am seeing one called Doctor Giggles, though.
1: I was gonna say it was no Doctor Giggles. (laughs) (laughs) You don't
4: know Doctor Giggles, Kyle?
1: No. That it was referenced
4: in Holliston. Tony Todd's in it. It comes out on Blu-ray this week, actually, tomorrow.
1: There's a little Uh, housekeeping for you. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm. And um, another little bit of housekeeping I forgot to mention about Hatchet was that uh, not only did it spawn three sequels, it's also had um, several comics made after Victor Crowley. So I thought of that today when I re-listened to the episode. I was like, oh, I forgot to mention that. And two action, well, three action figures, but one of them is absolutely horrible. Oh, well, that'll happen. Action figures like that. The two NECA ones are good, but the Mezco one, Victor Crowley never wore a long sleeve shirt, so you know. But uh, yeah,
1: that's it. Sometimes it gets cold on the bayou. Yeah, I guess. It's a Christmas variant. Yeah. All right, all right. Any news or anything that was big that happened this week? I don't.
4: Um, The people that did uh, Cocaine Bear and something else released the trailer for uh, Strays. That looks funny with Will Ferrell. Yeah,
1: yeah, that does look funny. I did watch that, yep. A little okay. trailer
4: there. And Kyle just showed me a trailer for, what was it called again, Kyle? Sisu. Sisu about World War Two.
0: It's like World War Two, John Wick, essentially. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll,
4: we'll share it in the group
1: text. You can check it out and let us know next week. Sure, sure.
0: Lance Reddick died. That was another. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Lance Reddick from John Wick. Yep. Oh, I didn't see that. And many, many other franchises, movie shows, The Wire, mm-hmm. video games.
2: Yep. hmm.
1: at this. Oh, all right. Well, let's... uh. Move on along and see what we all have been watching. How about you there, big boy, Johnny boy? What you been watching.
4: All right. So I've had a busy week. Let me go to my diary here. I watched uh, Kill Her Goats, which was from the director of Muck. I saw an ad on Facebook and I was like, "Oh, okay, this sounds interesting." Kind of slow, <laughs> but Kane Hodder was in it, so you know, I watched it. Um, I watched Cocaine Bear, but I won't say anything about that. I watched The Son of Mask. Have you guys seen that one?
3: And back that's in the fun. day.
4: Yeah, that fucking stupid. Uh, then I watched The Majestic. I love that movie, Jim Carrey. I watched Escape Room, and I watched Joe Somebody with Tim Allen.
1: That's mm. all I watched this week. Fun, fun. Yeah.
0: Kyle,
1: what have you been
0: watching? Uh huh. I only watched two movies this week. I watched. Well, that's uneventful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, return to Horror High, and then Boston Strangler. was it.
4: Horror High? That was no, no. I'm taking a Newcomb High. Never mind.
0: Mm. Well, apparently I've
1: watched more than Kyle. Um, <laughs> so I went down the Oceans rabbit hole. Watched for Oceans Eleven, Oceans Twelve, Oceans Thirteen, and then unfortunately watched Oceans Eight. Um, <laughs> was Eight the all female one? Yeah. Which, like, if it wasn't tied to the other one, I think it would have been a better movie. Um, I think had they left it, like, they just made an all-female heist movie and not had any connection to the previous movies, I think it would have been better off. Well, the only Uh,
4: connection is that Sandra Bullock is
1: George Clooney's sister, right? And Reuben makes an appearance. Yeah, okay. And Yen makes an appearance, and they do a lot of the same tricks, and they use a lot of the story from Danny's heist. These, you know, okay. they say that the insurance investigator caught him, and all that. It's, it's a whole whole thing, whole thing. Yeah, it's been a um, while
4: since I watched yeah. it.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I didn't so much like that one, but I mean, the other three were great. I I, li- I really like the other three. Solid trilogy. I think. It, Al Pacino in the third one was great. Then yeah. um, I watched uh <laughs> a movie I'd never heard of, but it, <laughs> I saw it had Polly Shore in it, so I had to watch. It's called Guest House. Um, essentially, a young couple looking to get married and all that and settle down and all that. Looking to buy a house, find the perfect house, but there is someone living in the guest house out in the back. Oh, Hilarity. Jesus. And craziness ensues, including a flock of possum. So it it, it it's kind of crappy, but it's pretty funny. Um, if you go into it expecting it to be a Polly Shore movie, yeah, you're good to go. Um, so are we talking
4: like Polly Shore in the Army now? Polly uh, Shore in Jerry Duty.
1: Uh, we're just talking Polly Shore as in it's got that sophomoric humor. Okay. Um, and in the end, he has that, you know, Hey, you know, everything's all right again. Yeah. Hey. So, um, and then, uh, I just finished up watching last action hero, which Ooh. is just one of my all time favorites. Um, Arnold just love that movie. Um, and of course I watched the wonderfulness that is cocaine bear, like within moments of finding out that I had it available to me.
4: <laughs> I'm glad you oh. waited because I had just we'll finished it before car. you started watching it. Well, I didn't know it was available yet, so. <laughs> I didn't either till that morning when I woke up and I was looking at Voodoo and I saw that it was on Fandango on home and I was like, man, do I wait? Do I buy it? Do I wait? Do I buy it? And I said, fuck it. I'm buying it. I need to see this shit. Even though it's still in theaters, but it's a lot better watching it at home. No,
1: I knew which um, that's hard. I, I, I like my TV. I like my sound system, so I'm perfectly happy with it. But we'll get into that later. Um, so yeah, there we go. All right, what are the picks of the week? Let's start with Kyle
0: this time. I <sighs> chose Boston Strangler. Um, reporter Loretta McLaughlin becomes the first person to connect a series of murders and break the story of the Boston Strangler or Stranglers. She and Jean Cole challenged the sexism of the early 1960s to report on the city's most, most notorious serial killer. Um, so it came out uh, on Friday, March 17th and it was directed by Matt Ruskin and I worked on it a little bit. I just did COVID stuff so I didn't really have any impact whatsoever but it was pretty good. Um, it's a cool story. That's only on Hulu, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So. Sure. Cool, cool. I'll probably wind up watching it because, you know, Boston. Um, <laughs> Johnny Boy, what what, what what, have you graced us with for your pick of the week?
4: All right, my pick of the week is one of my favorite movies. I watched it last week. Uh, that would be Death Sentence. Nick Hugh, played by Kevin Bacon, is on his way home from a hockey game with his son, Brandon. Oh, Brandon and stops for gasoline. Helplessly, he sees a street thug kill Brendan while robbing the station. Believing the justice system will fail him, Nick goes after the killer himself, setting off a war between him and the killer's older brother, played by Garrett Hedlund. Released on August thirty first, 2007, it was directed by James Wan. I forgot he directed that until I was watching it and saw the, uh, you know, directed by scene. But it's a great movie, friggin' action. You know, you got your typical office guy going against a gang of thugs. John Goodman's in it. Um, it's it's awesome. Like you see the the downgrade, kind of like Death Wish with um, Bruce Willis. Kind of the same concept, mm-hmm. but definitely worth checking out.
1: Cool, cool. And I chose Ocean's Eleven. Dapper Danny Ocean, played by George Clooney, is a man of action. Less than 24 hours into his parole from a New Jersey penitentiary, the wry charismatic thief is already rolling out his next plan. Following three rules. Don't hurt anybody, don't steal from anyone who doesn't deserve it, and play the game like you've got nothing to lose. Danny orchestrates the most sophisticated and elaborate casino heist in history. Released December 7th, 2001. It was directed by Steven Soderbergh. I mean, this is just a really good um, ensemble cast. Brad Pitt, George Clooney. Um, I mean, Andy Garcia. uh Matt Damon.
2: Matt Damon.
1: <laughs> um, really good movie. A little heist. I like heist films. I like ensemble comedies. It's fun,
0: fun. I I haven't seen any of them. I feel like that's I a, haven't either. Uh, yeah.
4: what, that's Justin, why I watched them? You haven't oh. seen any of the Ocean's movie, Justin? I think I'd seen clips, but I've I expect that from Kyle, them. but not you. <laughs> no, I hadn't
1: watched
4: them. I'm not surprised by Kyle, but you I'm I'm surprised by I've even seen those. Come on now. What do you mean them. I've even seen? Of course Shut you up. have. Shut up. Yeah. you
1: haven't seen John Wick.
4: Oh, you have, I, I knew that was going to come back
1: and bite me in the ass <laughs> this episode. Immediate karma. I own it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help you. <laughs> you own a lot of movies. That's right, I do. <laughs> I think I've, I've watched more of them than you have. <laughs> you probably have. <laughs>
4: you know, I'm actually considering selling the collection and going straight digital.
1: Mm, well, I'm at about. What will you do with your twenty dollars? Yeah,
2: sure.
3: <laughs> but
1: I don't know. I know that hurts, but I'm at about a seventy-five
4: percent, wow. not twenty-five percent. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Can I pick Thanks. through the ones I want? Yeah, ten bucks a
3: piece.
2: <laughs> as long as you're paying. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Nope. Nobody
4: gets them for free.
1: Alrighty, and now it's time for our main event. And fair warning, there are a lot of spoilers on the way. Yes. If, if you have not
4: seen this movie yet, shut this off and go watch it. Twenty four <sighs> ninety nine on Vudu, Amazon.
3: Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that much.
4: <laughs> no, that's only because I actually I think it was twenty dollars and no twenty dollars the rent. Because it's voodoo at home, it's still in data, so it's a little uh, more expensive.
2: Yeah, I get it.
4: But I think when the Blu-ray comes out, we'll be doing a contest to win the digital copy, but that didn't go so well last time. But maybe by then we'll have more uh, listeners. But.
2: They can get, All right.
4: Uh, yeah, Violent
1: Night Cocaine Bear double feature. Yeah, Ooh, That's a good double feature. Yeah, it is. All right. So well, we have the, the best movie of 2022 and so far the leading best movie of 2023. Not much has come out yet, <laughs> at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but all right, we've got Cocaine Bear, uh, released February 24th, 2023, right here in the good old USA. It's directed by Elizabeth Banks, distributed by Universal Pictures at a budget of 30 to $35 million, depending on who you ask. The cinematography done by John Bilzerian. Reading R. And not actually currently streaming unless you yeah. buy it on Voodoo at home.
4: <laughs> or Amazon.com or Prime or whatever else you buy right. movies at. Bye,
1: bye, 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 bye.
0: And it features Carrie Russell as Sari, O'Shea Jackson Jr. as David, Alden Onric as as Eddie, Christian Convery as Henry, Brooklyn Prince as Dee, Dee Isaiah Whitlock Jr. as Bob, Margo Martindale as Ranger Liz, and then Ray Liotta as Sid in what might be his last role. I, I believe it was. I yeah. yeah. I believe it was. All oh, right, moment of silence. There we go.
1: There we go.
4: So before <laughs> we get into the movie, I found this interesting fact about this movie. The actual bear has been stuffed and is in a Kentucky mall or a, um, a Tennessee mall.
0: The I'm actual cocaine
4: beer. bear, and we just saw that Funko is releasing two pops of cocaine bear, one with just a leg and another one with a bag of cocaine in its mouth in a bag, duffel bag. Releasing in
1: July, I think I might have to buy a Funko pop. <laughs> Sweet, love me some some cocaine bear. Alright, so movie opens up with a plane filled with bricks of cocaine being smuggled and the plane malfunctions and starts to go down. So you got the smuggler sticking as many bricks as he can into whatever duffel bag he can grab and hucking them on out the door to try and retrieve later. Um, he gets his parachute on, gets going, get ready to go out there and Get on down to safety with his sweet sweet haul. And he hits his head. Game over. Falls out. And he's dead. Now I, I did really like that they they clued in there with the uh the actual news footage. Yes. Um of the cops and all that at the scene there. Because uh, keep in mind this is obviously it's been <laughs> played with a little bit. They've taken a little bit of the old creative liberty with the story, but it is based roughly on a true story and a what if. Um, So, uh,
2: yeah. yeah. I can't believe it took this long
4: to get a movie like this out. This happened in what, the 70s or the 80s?
1: I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. You just gotta, you know, (laughs) have the right person greasing the right wheels and Uh, swing it the right way.
0: I mean, I think this is the time in the world needed Cocaine Bear the most. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when the time comes, Cocaine Bear will know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I told the old gentleman at work he should watch this movie with his wife, but maybe do an ounce of cocaine before he watches it.
2: <laughs> he just gave um, me a dirty look.
1: I mean, yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, so they do show that the uh mama bear come out and finding some of that cocaine. Now one thing I did notice, um, I don't know if anybody else noticed this as they were walking watching, but I like how they spotted many little bags, you know, many of the duffel bags hanging as they were kinda walking around in odd little places, foreground, background. Yeah. Um but that was pretty cool. Um so then we're gonna, we're gonna come up with, uh, the two hikers here. Oh, Olaf and- yeah. <laughs> Olaf and Elsa, yeah. Hiking very happily through the forest. <laughs> um, you see the bear off in the distance. You know, you know, they're taking pictures, you know, through the camera lens and all okay. that Okay.
4: What's that the stuff. bear doing?
1: <laughs> Smashing his head against the tree. <laughs> He's not acting. So what are you talking about? No, he's like Yeah, no, that that was pretty good.
0: Uh, I I recognize he's from Game of Thrones, and it was funny yeah, to see him. See he yeah, see him. Olaf and, and, and Elsa—that that's from the
4: Elsa movies, the snowman and the little princess, snow princess.
1: Yes, but the guy who plays Olaf.
4: Yeah, I know. I'm just
1: saying the names. He's funny. He also does those weird commercials. Oh yeah, yeah. With the crazy hair. Because he has the crazy hair, um, but uh yeah, they spot him. He's smashing his head off the tree, you know, acting kind of crazy, and then they they feel that like something's a little bit off with him. <laughs> uh, and they they kind of start arguing about it, like give me up, give me the camera, give me the, camera. and uh, they can't see him. Where'd the bear go? And then all of a sudden, in that great horror movie. Cliche just kind of pops his head up out of there, and I like how it's just oh, if it's black, you must attack; if it's brown, you lay down. It's like, well, it's black, it's so you got to attack it, and whatever you do, don't. And the bitch takes off.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'll be honest with you, if I if I'm faced with a bear. That looks off anyway, but I mean, if I'm faced with a bear, I'm not an attacker. Lay down. I'm gonna fucking get the hell
2: out of there, unless I have something that I can fight it off with. Uh So they take off. Doesn't take long though. Bear winds up getting Elsa. <laughs> it's oh a yeah.
1: It's, it, you don't really see much of this one. No. Um, you do know that she is clearly very much so dead, and very much so torn to pieces.
4: Well, he, he first—he all you see is him really pulling her.
2: Yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you get the crying. Then you get him sitting there crying. Yeah. <laughs> um. Where were we? Sorry.
4: Well, meanwhile, the uh, drug kingpin, go. Sid, meets yeah. with his fixer, David. David. David, and says that he needs to investigate the plane crash and recover the drugs. He wants David to take his son, Eddie, who is reeling from the recent death of his wife very Hot. And Sid hopes that this journey will help Eddie get, get straightened out. And David tries to chair up his compatriot, but is unsuccessful. Now, Eddie has left his what six year old son with Raylioda, <laughs> and he's like, "Daddy, he the not Yeah, you know yeah, he won't even. Kingpin. Yeah, he won't even come pick up his son, let alone go to work.
1: Yeah, I mean this this whole little facet of the story is pretty pretty funny. How he's all touchy feely, emotional. yeah. yeah. He's kind of getting into it with everybody and everybody's siding with him and Davey's just like we need to fucking just go get this
4: <laughs> <laughs> now a, a key point there that he mentions is that they the um, pilots are instructed to drop the load if case something happens
2: mm-hmm.
4: and so you know they should know where to go
1: yeah but you know best lead plans and a bear. Um, so, next we'll, we'll wind up here with, uh, Sari coming through single mom, living near the forest, talking to, uh, Dee Dee about having to go to work, and Dee Dee saying, oh, I'm going to work? You don't work today, I you had a day off doing the whole parent, you know, disappointed teenager, parent that's got to work all the yeah. time thing. Um which, I mean, happens a lot, cause, you know, and then she also mentions you know the the new guy in the in the in our life there the what doctor, whatever his name is there, sorry, I don't remember the doctor's name, um wanting to take them away for the weekend and all that, but she wants to paint the waterfall, which sounds innocuous enough mm-hmm. um so but you know they hashed out. They're gonna go to Nashville and all that stuff. So obviously, you know, you're watching this movie. You see where the kid's wheels are turning. That kid's not going to Nashville. That kid's painting her goddamn waterfall.
4: (laughs) How do you paint a waterfall? Like, what the fuck? Is this what kids Uh, do? I I believe they call that
0: vandalism. Yes. What do you mean? Is this what? I think it took place in the. Did it take place in the 70s or 80s?
4: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's what you were
0: doing when you were a little kid.
4: No, you don't want to know what we were doing when we were little kids. Pennies on a railroad track. <laughs> yeah. Smoking cigarettes down by the tracks. Yeah, we're, we're bad. Yeah.
0: Um. Look at. Yeah. Um, all right. So after that, we have a detective named Bob, who might be my favorite character, played by Isaiah Whitlock Jr. He's a,
1: he's, he's Cleveland.
0: Yeah, to me, yeah. this entire movie, he's Cleveland. So he hears <laughs> about the plane crash and the dead smuggler and all that, and then he kind of connects the dots and knows the smuggler's linked with Ray Liotta's character, and he's been investigating all that. And uh, So he got, goes to the forest to investigate, and he just got a new dog that he's really concerned about. He doesn't know how he feels about his dog yet. But uh, he leaves the <laughs> dog with his colleague, Reba, who's played by Iola Smart. And uh, takes off for the forest. Um, and now, I, I think that whole thing was a great intro to him,
1: awkward. too. At the top. Yeah, that, that was all awkward.
4: What? No, when he's on the phone talking the about dog the dog, thing. and he's like, I was supposed to get a Doberman. And he fucking picks up the box, and it's a little fucking shih tzu. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I just need the whole, his whole, I mean, yeah, I get that, like, he's he's fighting his love for this dog because he, he feels that it's not a manly dog or whatnot. And he's, you know. Kind of fighting it, but you can tell that he loves said dog.
4: Have you ever seen the movie Cedar Rapids? No. With with, um, what the fuck's his name? Ed Helms. He's Isaiah Whitlock. junior is in that movie, and he does a scene where he does like a scene as Omar from The Wire. It's fucking hilarious, and that's all I could think about when I was watching him playing this cop was, you know, this. Insurance salesman from Cedar Rapids, that you know, does this badass singing, and he's like, "I do do a pretty good Omar from the uh, uh from the Wire." But so the next morning, Dee, Dee skips schools and goes to a forest with her best friend Henry, played by Christian Convery. Convery, oh, sure. So she can paint the falls, anyways. While going down the path, they find a brick of cocaine, <laughs> and like any kid. I mean,
1: not only do we have the parents condoning vandalism, but, you know, you can tell they're 70s kids because there's cocaine. Goddamn, these kids are like, I'm to taste that shit. <laughs> so they eat a couple of mouthfuls
4: of it and attracted to the smell of cocaine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> <laughs>
4: The those bear emerges from the woods and chases after the children.
1: Would have been dead in 15 minutes.
4: Well, the bear just wanted his fix, okay? That's all he wanted.
1: No, those kids would have been on the ground convulsing in 15 minutes. Jesus yeah. Christ, they ate like an entire eight ball of Coke. <laughs> just ate it and then coughed it up, which only aerates it, and then sniffed it in. <laughs> I mean, I, so they, I mean, have a little problem there because, you know, those kids had no effect with that, but, you know. Yeah. I do think
0: um, both those kid actors, though, they're really funny. Yes. yes. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. They did pretty good. Yeah. Mean, the they're, they're
4: the boy crazy. cracked me up. Like,
1: yeah. yeah the, his, his, his proper timing on the swearing and all that, that, that was really good. hmm When he's up in the tree. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We'll Bob. get to that, but,
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, so yes. So if we get the bear bear chasing them off into the forest, then we got we go into the Ranger station and we are introduced with Forest Ranger Liz, played by Margot Martindale. This lady, I mean, I, I, I don't know her for things, but I know I see her in a lot of things. Yes. She's always funny. Um but she's sitting there putting on lipstick and some, some fancy perfume and anticipation anticipation of seeing Local wildlife expert, Peter, played by Jesse Tyler Ferguson, which is funny. He does a good job on this. Um, the armed ranger walks into the gift shop to find that local teenage punk named Vest, played by J.B. Moore. Yeah, who's yes, shoplifting. Uh He's able to sweet talk his way out of trouble there. I mean, uh, that's that a pretty neat little scene. I mean, I... I I know some of us here have been in that situation. <laughs>
3: Today <Tedeschi's, laughs> that's all I guess,
1: But I mean I, I think I, I, I thought it was great when Jesse Tyler Ferguson walks in there and she's dolling herself up for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well smoking a cigarette too. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette, yeah. In the forest yeah. station. But you know, <laughs> in the seventies. Blames it on the kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that kid's reaction was great.
0: Woohoo <laughs> <laughs> um, So next, DeeDee's school calls uh, Sari and tells her that Dee, Dee is absent. And so she deducts that Dee, Dee went to the forest to paint the waterfalls. So she goes there and goes to the ranger station naturally to ask for help. But she interrupts Liz in her flirtations with Peter and uh although Liz tries to chase her off, uh they eventually agree to go out and uh, go into the woods and look for Dee Dee. But um, Liz speculates that Dee Dee was kidnapped by the local teens who have been mugging people in the forest. So this is before they realize the horrors that await them.
1: Forest Ranger Liz has one thing on her mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She wants to pet some wild animals. <laughs>
4: And I love how like the guy is so blind to it and he's like, yeah, you should come with us. Yeah. Okay. Well, so good. David and Eddie make it to the forest and they stop so David can use the restroom. There they run into a gang of teens, vest ponytail played by Leo Hanna and kid played by Aaron Holiday walk in and David walk in on David and try to mug him. David beats up the kids, although one of them manages to stab him in the shoulder during the fight. And then finds one of the teen is carrying a brick of cocaine. He revives the kid to ask, he revives kid to ask about the cocaine. Kids admit they found the duffel bag full of bricks, and hid it in a gazebo in the forest, planning to get it at night so they could sell it themselves. David then threatens the kid until he agrees to lead the gangsters to the pavilion. Now that, that whole
1: fight was pretty good.
4: He <laughs> fucked those kids up.
1: <laughs> There's
4: no ifs ands or buts about it. He fucked those kids up. And for them just to get the stabbing, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. He's like, ah,
2: God damn it, my jersey. <laughs> yeah. And he's a spitting image of his father. Well, yeah. Ice Cube, in case you didn't yeah. know, Justin.
1: No, I get that. Thank you very much.
2: Okay. Just making sure. Appreciate
1: it. <laughs> All right. So now we got Liz, Peter, and Sari going through the forest uh, where they. Come across a brick of cocaine in the underbrush there. Peter picks it up to investigate, and they hear the terrified Henry calling from help way up in the tree. You see him hiding up there, claiming that the bear tried to kill him. Liz and Peter laugh it off. When the bear emerges from the woods and mauls Liz, this is a pretty good, gets her right in the air. <laughs> Taking a big old bite out of her butt. Sorry, manages to hide while Peter climbs up the other tree. Man, that, and <laughs> being up that other tree and that bear just, whoom.
4: Well, the, the bears can't oh. climb trees.
1: Yes, they
2: oh. can. <laughs> yes, they can. Then why did you climb the tree?
1: <laughs> Wildlife expert accuses Henry of feeding cocaine to the bear, which he denies. The bear begins climbing the tree to get to Henry when Liz Limps off to get some help. Uh, at the ranger station, abandoning, abandoning everyone else. The bear almost reaches Henry, smells the cocaine on Peter, and it ignores Henry and climbs down Henry's tree, runs over and quickly makes some ways up Peter's tree and starts ripping Peter apart, holding him up there by the leg. That was great. He's just sitting there yelling, and she's like,
3: come down, Henry. Come on, come on down. He's
1: just, ah, the blood. You just see the blood start flowing. Ah, yeah. uh, that was a good one. they uh, soon find it. But uh, she gets Henry to climb on down. Uh Henry explains that he saw the bear drag Dee Dee away, points them in the right direction, where they soon find the trail of paint that Dee, Dee has been dumping out while the bear is dragging her away.
0: And then, yeah. Go ahead. Liz, with a, a big chunk taken out of her butt, um, makes it back to the ranger station where she finds two of the teens, Vest and Ponytail, ransacking it. She kind of ignores them and calls her an ambulance, and uh, the bear shows up again, tries to get in, but the door's lock and, uh, locked. And uh, Liz, now with a gun, tells Ponytail to open the front door so she can shoot it, but uh, he does so, and she just shoots him in the head, killing him. <laughs> That's the bear then gets through the window and Maul's vest.
4: Now, she did shoot at the bear a few times when he was coming at the tree. Yeah. But it did absolutely nothing. Yeah. missed
0: Every time, almost hits Harry. Yeah. She's not the best uh, yeah. forest ranger. And plus, lately. have you
4: seen when you try to kill a crackhead? That You know, the, the fucking, they're fucking invincible. But Bob arrives at the forest at the forest and goes to the pavilion where he finds the duffel bag of cocaine hidden on the roof of the pavilion and begins to try to find a way onto the roof. Meanwhile, an unseen gunman arrives in the forest.
1: Boom, boom, boom. All right, so then you got the two ambulance drivers arriving at the ranger station. They They come up to the door, they start knocking, can't get in, they start trying to push the door open. Door ain't moving. Door ain't moving. They finally push their way through, and they find Ponytail there, shot in the head, dead on the floor. And they both, you know, I thought it was just for a concussion. It was. That's what they said. Meanwhile, there's blood everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> and you got the female EMT goes over to Liz, who's barely conscious, behind the, the counter back there. And the other starts walking to a door where he sees Blood coming out from under it. And you know, as he's getting closer, Liz is sitting there mouthing something. And uh finally she says, Bear, he opens the door, finds the decapitated head, big old bucket, sees the bear jump up, and she's like,
2: Bear! Like, oh no, we gotta go!
1: And the bear comes running. And smashes the door down onto the EMT and starts pinning him down. And the EMT and Liz start getting out into the ambulance that is still backed up to the front door. The EMT starts strapping Liz down and she gets up into the front seat and starts the, uh, the ambulance with Liz yelling, you know, just come on, just go. Dude, he's dead. He's dead. Um, and meanwhile, the EMT underneath the door manages to distract the bear to get him off of the door so he can get up and start running for the EM, for the ambulance that has now started to take off. He manages to get up on there. Um, but the bear is chasing him and the bear is gaining on him. So Liz starts taking more shots, which as we've all figured out now, do absolutely nothing. Uh, the bear gets up on top of the ambulance, gets into the ambulance, and starts mauling the A.M.T.s and throws Liz. <laughs> That's the best part. Throws the stretcher out of the back, landing Liz down in the street, um, and then the ambulance goes off the road and smashes into a tree, where. The driving EMT goes flying through the windshield and the bear gets off and just wanders into the forest.
4: And that's and why you hunted, wear your seatbelts.
1: <laughs> Hunt down some more cocaine. Man, that was a great scene. That yes. whole thing. I mean, it was just kind of reminds you of like Terminator where he's just running and
2: running. <laughs>
1: There's no getting away from that, man.
0: He's high <laughs> on coke. Stuff such good stuff in the meantime while all this was happening kid mm-hmm. and eddie are bonding on their way to the pavilion with uh kid helping eddie you know find a measure of closure about his dead wife um when and uh O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s character uh, hates that they're bonding, but as the trio arrive, they're ambushed by Bob, who's stuck on the roof of the pavilion with the <laughs> duffel bag of cocaine, and he says he climbed a tree and jumped onto the roof of the pavilion, but has no way to get off. Um, so this leads into an argument and then a good old standoff, but um, David goes first, gun and Bob shoots him and knocks two of David's fingers off. Um, oh. To their sh- shock, the bear suddenly appears, and, uh, there's, you know, there's some cocaine around, so he goes to eat the cocaine, and, you know, that causes it to want to take a nap, so it approaches Eddie and kind of collapses on top of him. And, uh, Eddie finds out that the bear is a girl, um, <laughs> very, very closely. Um, I, have,
1: I, I have a problem with that. Cause he says what? that his head is, his vagina is right in his ear, but, you know, based on where he laid down, he'd have a nipple in his ear.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that too.
4: And you didn't mention how crack of a shot that Bob was because he shot off his pointer and his fucking ring finger, not the middle finger, mm-hmm. with one shot.
0: Yep, yeah, Bob's great. Um, hmm. And, you know, they're all kind of panicking as soon as the bear shows up. And, um, you know, of course, Eddie picks up, goes to pick up, pick up uh, David's fingers, and that's when the bear comes to him. Yes. Um And then uh, Reba suddenly shows up and uh, helps Bob take control of the situation.
4: Well, meanwhile, Dee Dee awakens in the bear's cave with an injured leg, and she sees that she is in there with two cubs who are eating cocaine out of a duffel bag that their mom brought back to the cave. Such a good mom. (laughs) Cutting back to the pavilion, the bear finally awakens and begins menacing everybody on the ground. Bob takes a brick of cocaine out of the duffel bag and throws it into the woods, and the bear chases it chases after it. Kid runs away, but the rest stay. Suddenly, Bob is shot by a mysterious assailant. Sid walks up and reveals himself to be the shooter. Reba reveals that she is secretly working with Sid. Now, this is a guy Bob had been chasing for years, I guess. The uh, drug dealer forces the group to go deeper in the forest to recover whatever cocaine they can, noting that his connections will kill him for losing so much cocaine, regardless of the fact that it was an accident. Bob bleeds out on the roof and his last thoughts of being with his last thoughts being of his pet dog and the life they could have had together. So he's finally grown to love the dog and he dies.
1: So sad. So sad. All right. He got back to Henry and Sari running through the forest where they bump into Olaf and he's able to help them track down the bear cave. Olaf leaves down there and they go in and they're where they are reunited with Dee Dee. And they hear a commotion at the front of the cave, and assuming it is the bear, they follow the, these two bear cubs that I forgot to mention that they have now also discovered that are in the den playing around in a big old duffel bag of cocaine, completely covered in cocaine, little cocaine bears. Co- cocaine babies, little cocaine babies. John, can't hear you.
4: Cocaine cubs.
1: The cocaine cubs, little cocaine babies. Um. But the follower comes out the back, assuming that that's just another way out. But it dead ends on a cliff behind a waterfall, and in fact the disturbance they heard at the entrance was Sid and the gang. They go inside the cave and see bricks of cocaine following it to the back entrance, except for Reba who, not wanting to tempt fate, leaves them to go back to her car. Uh, the gangsters bump into Sari and the kids at the waterfall, and Sid threatens to kill them all if he doesn't get his cocaine back. David and Eddie finally stand up to Sid, and a standoff ensues.
0: Um, but before the standoff is resolved, the bear returns and attacks, and Sari grabs the kids and jumps off the cliff into the waters below, to taking their chances. Eddie and David follow soon after, although David is grazed by a bullet when Sid shoots at the bear. Um, Sid shoots at the bear several times, and it seemingly dies. However, as he tries to collect the bricks of cocaine himself, he tears open a bag, and the cocaine kind of falls onto the bear and, you know, brings it back to life and That's the best lets part. it know what it loves <laughs> most in life. And uh the bear then claws open Sid's stomach, and the cubs get a nice meal out of his intestines. Such a good one, such a good one.
1: Uh, meanwhile, down at the bottom, all the survivors... All the others have survived the waterfall jump, and sorry, a nurse, passes up to David. They return to the ranger station to find Reba waiting there. She tells them all to get out of there. She will cover their tracks. Reba also gives Bob's dog to Eddie, who vows to live a better life going forward, and to help raise a dog. Uh, David appreciates having an animal not addicted to cocaine.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> As sorry and the kids walk off, Dee Dee says she's now happy to go to Nashville with her mother and mother's new boyfriend. Uh, The film ends with with unseen hikers taking a picture of the bear and her cubs. Three bears notice the hikers and attack. Text on the screen notes that there may be bricks of cocaine in the forest to this very day.
4: So that scene, the scene when the kid goes, when they're walking away and he's like, you know, this is something that kind of sticks with a man for life.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was a great line. Yeah, that was a good. So, line. That kid had a lot of good
1: lines
4: in there. Yeah, um, but so I mean, so I asked my, you know, we all know our buddy Johnny. He watched it this week with his girlfriend, and you know, I said, "Well, let me know what you think of it," because you know, he said it looked funny. He wasn't sure what to expect. He said, even though the beard was kind of the main focus point. This cast was fucking amazing. Yes. Yes, they were. And they each had their own parts that they kicked ass at. And, you know, I couldn't agree with them more. Like, this cast was probably perfectly casted throughout the entire movie.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: It was good to see Carrie Russell back. I haven't seen her in anything in a long time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the supporting cast Ray Liotta's last film, most likely. And. You know, overall, like, the casting is just freaking amazing.
0: Yeah, and I think, uh like, obviously, you know, the cocaine bear storyline is the best part, but I also liked all their little kind of things going on, yeah. like, you know, Bob and the dog, um, and, like, Eddie's whole thing with his wife. Like, those were all entertaining, too, and kind of added to all the stories coming together at the end. Yep.
1: Yeah, this is the kind of movie you can't come into it expecting something, you know, Polished or refined or, you know, this, this is, this is what it is. It's funny. It's, you know, it's, it's out there. Obviously there's a lot of creative liberties taken with it. Um, so the, I've heard a lot of, oh, well, it's got like, you know, a lot of B celebrities and all that, like that guy, the, the EMT there is from TikTok videos. Um, but i mean for the part he played i thought he did great <laughs> yeah. you know he he had the right um you know he carried himself right for that kind of part um so i mean i i thought this was exactly what it was going to be i thought it was wonderfully executed uh, hilarious had good gore i mean the 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 bear kind of disappointed me a little bit because they had no you know no live-action Funny Bear type stuff. It was all CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, But, I mean, again, what are you going to do? It's, it's 2023. It's not the 70s yeah. where you can, you know, walk around and put graffiti on waterfalls and find bricks of coke and mm-hmm. your parents would be okay with it for the most part. <laughs> I, I think we need to go investigate this forest. It's gone, John. You wouldn't last very long. I don't think any of us would, but I'm going with you on that one. Remember, I, I did the walk for hunger with you. Yeah. Don't remind me. That only took, what, four hours, five hours? So, yeah. yeah.
4: Well, if we find a brick of cocaine, I bet you I could do
3: it.
1: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Let's sell it first. So
4: Here's how about how about the runtime? Ninety five minutes. Yeah, perfect.
1: I perfect. didn't even notice that it was that's how long it was. Yeah.
4: Oh, dude, it went by quick. It
1: could have been longer. Could have been shorter. Never would have noticed.
0: Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's really cool. Elizabeth Banks directed it too. Like, yeah, it's very unexpected, but you know, it's yeah.
1: great. Oh, she did a good job. I mean, she does the uh, she hosts the. Uh, Oh, crap. I just forgot the goddamn name of it. You know, whammy, whammy, whammy. Stop. Uh Let's make a deal. No, not let's make a deal. Oh, my God. I'm having such a terrible goddamn brain fart right now. It's not like we don't have devices. Yeah, I know. But I wasn't thinking. But she hosts that show there. And um, I'm not a big fan of her hosting of it. I like the show. I'm not a huge fan, but I think she did great at this. This right up her wheelhouse. Great stuff.
0: Um, did you see Cocaine Bear came out at the Oscars? Yes, I did not. She,
4: he presented an award with Elizabeth Banks.
0: Yeah,
2: that's good. As he should, he should have gotten one.
0: Next year, he'll be. Oh, yeah. This will win Best Picture next year,
1: <laughs> hands down. <it> should. <laughs>
2: yeah, the last movie she directed was the Charlie's Angels reboot. So.
1: Definitely took a step up.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, quite a heel turn.
4: <laughs> so what was y'all fa- y'all's favorite kill?
0: I think it's got to be Ray Liotta. Yes. That, what, yeah, a way to, what a way yeah. to go out in every way.
1: I don't know. I kind of like the, the, the way that Liz got beat up and then. Oh, uh, yeah wound up just getting launched out <laughs> yeah. of the back of the ambulance. Yeah, that, seems
0: that was pretty
1: deep.
4: cool. I think it's a three-way tie between Le- Ray Liotta's kill, uh, Liz's kill out of the ambulance, and Ponytail's fucking kill. <laughs>
1: Open the door! All right, okay. you- Bam! <clears throat> <laughs> All right, so uh that IMDB gave this a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 69%. It's not available on Letterboxd yet. What is John's reading this movie?
4: John gives it a five. Kyle? I you give
0: it a five.
1: And it's a unanimous five across the board. I think we all agree that uh, this movie was everything it said it was going to be and delivered.
4: So do we recommend this movie? Oh, of course.
1: A thousand percent.
4: Anybody that's asked me about a movie to watch, I'm like, cocaine bear. And they're like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, Cocaine Bear?" Just
1: this will be one of those movies that quickly every time it comes on. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cocaine Bear.
4: <laughs> okay. Sure. A sequel sure. potential.
0: I think. Yeah. I think we can either get Cocaine Bears, where it's all three of them, and the two are grown up, or it should like cross over with some, you know, Cocaine Bear versus. uh I don't know. Megan.
1: Meth monkey? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh,
4: Asylum, that puts out those like Transmorphers movies, not Transformers, Transmorphers, has already announced that they're coming out with Meth Alligator. So
1: Nice. <laughs> but see, Whoa. that's a story that could track just as easily as this one. Yes, it could. Plenty of meth homes down there in the bayou.
4: <laughs> so... Yeah, but uh, we did do a little switch this week. We were supposed to do Psycho Two, but then once we saw that it was out on digital and streaming, we decided to make a quick change. So next week,
0: well, all right, wait, wait, wait. Justin, should we do that or should we make him watch John Wick?
1: I, I I kind of think he needs to see some John Wick. Although, to be fair, to make a swing like that. We probably should have done the Blues Brothers or something like that. <laughs> All right, we'll
0: watch Psycho.
1: So, two? You well, know,
4: watch Psycho two. So yeah, we'll do Psycho two. Then we have episode fifty coming up a week after that. So we get we'll plan something good for that. And then why don't we do Blues Brothers on the on um the fourteenth? Sure. So that kind of gives us a, uh, you know um. Couple weeks ahead, so yeah, people can I, watch the movies.
0: I think like the problem with John Wick too is you have to watch all three of them.
4: Well, maybe I will. Are we discussing then, all three, or are we discussing just the
0: first one? I mean, we could. And the fourth one comes out this week, so. So we're going to discuss all three. Yeah, eventually.
4: Okay. Okay. So we'll, we're just going to do the first John Wick next week, and then
0: we'll no, we'll do Psycho two next week. It's fine.
4: Oh. Okay, I'm confused now. Okay, so next week we're doing Psycho uh, 2. I would
1: have preferred John Wick, but.
4: Yeah, but uh. Yeah, so next week, John, uh, damn it. Next week, <laughs> Psycho 2. John Wick coming soon. Blues Brothers coming soon. Alright, Justin.
2: The
1: bar is now closed.
0: Thank you so much for listening. You can follow and stay up to date with the podcast at The Movie Bar Pod on Twitter, at Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, at Movie Bar Pod on YouTube, and at The Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook.
1: We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcast. And be sure to check out our website, www.moviebarpod.com.
4: And on the website, you can go to the link to our new T-Public store that has a bunch of new shirts up. I've been busy designing shirts, which even includes a Has Kyle Seen It shirt? And with a big check that says no. And they're pretty cheap too. They're about, they're on sale for $16 this week. So, uh, thank you for listening and please let us know what you want to hear so we don't have conversations like we just had. By contacting us on social media or via the email or via email at outlook dot com, please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast.
2: Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Yeah, this is gonna scar man. This is gonna scar a man for life. I can feel it. <laughs>